Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. We're going to read verse 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Where I want to focus today, first of all, is in the verse 1, it says, the sin which does so easily beset us. Do you all know what beset means? It means to surround, to fall upon, to... Encompass. Let me just read your definitions. To surround, to enclose, to hem in, to besiege, to press on all sides so as to perplex, to entangle so as to render escape difficult or impossible. So here we have the, the author of Hebrews telling us that we should lay aside every weight and that sin that so easily entraps us, entangles us. You know, there's all sorts of sin in this world. There's all sorts of things that you can allow in that would, that would take hold of you. But there's, there's always this sin in each of our lives that so easily encamps around us and, and, and traps us if we allow it. And here he's telling us to lay that stuff aside and what? He says, run the race. He says to not walk around expecting, you know, inspecting the flowers on the side of the road. He said to run the race. You know what God spoke to me as I begin to read this scripture was that there's too many people not running the race and they're just walking and strolling around. You know what happens when you are running a race and you stop to check uh, the stuff that's going on around you? People pass you by. People pass you by. And you get distracted about what your job was. Your job was to run. But here you are looking at stuff on the side of the road. So you're no longer focused on the end point. You've no longer focused, what did it say? On Jesus, your author and finisher of your faith. Instead of running, you're distracted by all these things going on around you. And you can't run a race like that. You sure can't win a race like that. You know how somebody wins a race? You see, I, I remember in the army, I never was a good runner, y'all. Man, I never was. Even when I was skinny, I never was a good runner. I always struggled. But there was those guys in the front, right, that knew how to run. You see, it's not just a physical thing, it's a mental thing. What would they do? They wouldn't be hanging around, oh yeah, man, this is fun. They're not talking to people. They are focused on where they're going. They are so focused, in fact, you look at them, there won't be any expression on their face. You can tell there's nothing going on in their mind, but they're focused on the end point. They're focused on where they're going. And because of that, they not only forget about the stuff that's going on behind them. You see, my problem was, I would stay in the back. And I always saw everybody in front of me. 
And I saw people doing stuff. And I saw things going on. And before you know it, I'm running down the road. And I'm, oh, look at that over there. Oh, look at this over here. Man, I'm not feeling too good. Uh, you know, you start thinking about all these other distractions. And you know what happens? I forget there's a goal in mind. There is a goal in mind. And I, it's, it's left my mind. But those guys in front that knew what the race was about... They were focused in on it, man. They didn't see all the people straggling along behind them. They didn't see all the stuff going on on the side of the road. All they saw was right in front of them. They were focused on putting one foot down, picking another one up. Y'all understand what I'm talking about today? You see, there is a race to be run. Whether you want to or not, the race is there. If you're a child of God, you've accepted Him in your heart, there is a race to be run. The devil will present things to you. They're distractions. Because he knows if he can ever get your attention, he can get you to stop running. He can get you to walk. You can't finish a race walking. I've been watching this show where people are climbing a, climbing Mount Everest. And first of all, let me just say, I think they're crazy. If you see what these people have to go through, they, they risk losing their fingers and hands and legs and everything else for the sake of climbing this mountain. It just don't make any sense to me. But many times I've heard, there's this one guy that's kind of the the head guy that's leading these people to do it. And he's he's always at base camp, you know, keeping an eye on them. He'll watch them through his telescope. And many times I've heard him get on the radio and tell somebody, you can't crawl, you can't climb a mountain on your hands and knees. Get up. You know, they're tired. They're exhausted. They've been climbing for eight hours, man. And they get down on their hands and knees and try. You can't climb a mountain on your hands and knees. you got to stand up. You can't run a race walking. You can't run a race on your hands and knees. You can't run a race when it's this way and you're wandering around this way. You see, all those distractions that Satan will bring to your attention, those things that come up in your life all through the week, it doesn't matter what it is. There's all all of these kinds of different distractions. But what happens is Satan will bring those kind of things and he puts them in front of you. Hey, over here. Over here, man. Look at this. <clears throat> and what we need to be doing is putting them blinders on. Saying, nope, I'm going to focus on Jesus. I'm going to focus on Jesus. I have to remind myself all the time, that's not important. This over here is not important. What's important is Jesus. What's important is the work He's given for me to do. That is important. This other stuff doesn't mean anything, Satan. But he wants to distract me. He wants with everything for me to stop running. If I ever stop running, you know what happens when you stop running? You see, when you're running long distances, as long as you keep moving, no matter how bad it hurts, you can do it. If you ever stop and you start walking around holding your sides, and <sighs> you ain't going to make it, man. You ain't going to make it. 
you might as well just turn around and go home. And I, I did that several times. Because I knew, look, I'm halfway through. I ain't going to make this. Mentally not prepared. It wasn't that those guys were in that much better shape than I was. They just had something mentally I didn't understand. Right? Well, I'm telling you today, there's some people that have something spiritually that you may not understand right now. You see, you, you may sit and wonder, how is it that all through all those troubles that these people go through, they just keep pushing on? How do they do that? It's because they're focused on Jesus. They're focused on Him. You see, as long as you keep Him in your sight... As long as you keep remembering His goodness and His mercy, His provision, you're not worried about those distractions. You're not worried about the people behind you that are falling by the wayside. Satan can't influence you as long as you keep running. Because he's not going to run with you. Turn to Philippians chapter 4. Praise the Lord. Philippians chapter 4. Anytime I turn to Philippians chapter 4, I can't ever figure out which scripture to use. There's so many good ones there. Look in verse 6. Be careful for nothing. What does that mean? Does that mean you shouldn't be careful when you're climbing up on top of a house or driving down the road? Or Is that what that's talking about? No. He's saying, don't worry about anything. Don't sit and stress over something, right? Be careful for nothing. But in everything, just the things that are important? No, everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, means you can't figure it out, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. You say, well, what does that have to do with running a race, Kevin? I get you all pumped up talking about a race and then I spring this on you, huh? I'm going to tell you right now, it has a lot to do with it. Because he's talking about what you should be focused on. See, there's a whole lot of the opposite of those things that come into our life every day, man. There's a whole lot of ugly things. There's a whole lot of things that are not pure. A whole lot of things that are undef- that are defiled and unholy. We're bombarded with it. And they're all distractions. They're all things that will pull you off of that racetrack. They're all things that will hinder your progress. And you say, yeah, but they're fun. Yeah. The Bible tells you they are. For a little while. 
Sin is pleasurable for a season. All of those things come into play in our daily life if we allow it. But you see, we have a choice to make. Are we going to be marked by this world? Or are we going to mark this world by our presence? You see, there is a choice you can make. You don't have to be marked by this world. You don't have to leave this world with a stench of this world on you. You can leave this world leaving back a memory of how the things that you've done for the kingdom of God. You can impact other people and put a mark on them. And I ain't talking about your mark. I'm talking about the mark of the Most High God. That's what I'm talking about today. You see, you can run that race with victory. You can run that race in the power of God. You don't have to run that race and be that one that straggles behind and doesn't make the end point, doesn't reach the finish line because you were distracted by worldly things. And you may say to me, look man, there ain't nothing good in my life. I've known people like that. It just seems like they, they caught the bad end of the stick on everything they ever did. But you know what? Man, that's your life. That's the hand you were dealt. There's nothing you can do about that. There is nothing that you can change in, in, in regards of what you were given. What you can change is what you do with it though. You can change where you go from there. You see, just because that was the life you were born into, that doesn't mean you have to stay in that life. It doesn't mean that you're in bondage from there on. See, you begin to run a race with Jesus. You begin to run a race. And what that does is it takes you away from that life of bondage and destruction and it takes you to a life of eternal peace. I don't think there's anybody here today that's ever went very far with God that would look back and say the life they started with was great. You see, because you begin to find out something when you serve God. You begin to find out that everything He has for you is far better than what you started with. It doesn't matter if you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. It doesn't matter what kind of privilege this world had to offer for you. When you start to serve God, you start to see that that stuff doesn't matter. You start to see that 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 stuff can also be a burden to you. But God takes those heavy burdens. He takes them. What does this Scripture say? He says, Come unto Me, you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And then on another verse down, he says, Take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. You see, that's what he wants us to do. You can't run a race with a bunch of heavy stuff on. Y'all ever watch these marathons? Y'all ever, let's just, let's look at one part of it. Y'all ever focused on the shoes that these people wear when they're running these long distances? Do they wear combat boots? No. You know what? They don't even wear tennis shoes like I wear tennis shoes. They wear these little things that just really don't have any weight to them whatsoever. 
All it is is something between them and the road. That's all it is. Some traction. Right? I seen somebody the other day had these shoes. They call them five finger shoes. Which I thought everybody had five five toes, not five fingers. But these, these things look like gloves, right? Have y'all seen the socks like that? They, they go in between your toes. Well, they've got tennis shoes like that now. And that's what they're made for is for running. They're super lightweight, super comfortable, and that's what it's all about when you're running a race, shedding that heavy burden. You don't go out there in street clothes and try to run 20 miles. You put on some, <clears throat> some shorts, maybe some spandex or something. You put on a thin shirt because you want to stay cool. You empty yourself of any heavy burden. Running our race with God is the same way, y'all. You can't run a race and expect to win if you're carrying around all this heavy baggage. If you've got heavy burdens in your life, you don't have to carry them. Lay them down. Lay them down. You know how I can tell you to do that? Because Jesus told you to. He said, come unto me and leave them at my feet. Go do my work and don't worry about this other stuff. I'll handle it. Man, that's awesome. Y'all, that is awesome. Awesome to know that I don't have to bear those burdens by myself. That my Savior, my Master, my Lord, my Redeemer will pick them up. And bear them for me. We've got a race to run. We've got work to do for, for this kingdom. But we don't have to do it burdened down by the cares of this world. I know all of y'all have problems. Everybody's got problems and issues they deal with in their life. Everybody does. But you've got to set that stuff down and put it behind you. And go on thinking about those things that are lovely and pure and holy. And forget about that stuff. Forget about those sins that that want to just jump on top of you. Y'all ever watch football and seen a dog pile? Somebody gets the ball, man, they just cover him up, right? There'll be 50 people on top of that guy. He can't go nowhere. He can't. The only way he can hold on to the ball is if it's under him, Right? Because it don't have nowhere to go. That's how we are when that sin that so easily besets us that he was talking about, that sin just covers you up if you allow it. But I want you to see that even though it seems at the time that it's so difficult to get out of that situation, it's not. All you have to do is begin to focus on Jesus and start running. Because you see, that sin can't jump on you. That sin can't get around you and enclose you if you're running. It doesn't happen. Every time I've ever been trapped in sin in my life, it's because I stopped seeking God. I got comfortable. I said, you know what? I think I'll just sit down here and rest a little while. Right? And I may have felt good at the time. But then that sin begins to catch up with me. 
because I stopped looking toward Jesus and I got distracted by all these wonderful things, seemingly wonderful things, that were going on around me. And then it begins to creep in. Before you know it, I look up and I'm surrounded by the enemy. He wants you to stop running. He wants you to stop seeking Jesus. He wants you to stop looking toward Him for your provision. He wants you to look to yourself. Because He knows if He can ever separate you from God, He has a chance of, of attacking. He has a chance of taking you down. 